Hello everyone. Welcome again to Therapeutic Counseling. This is Carolyn Smith Mormon, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in the Dallas and Carrollton, Texas area. Well, we're still sheltering in place, even though um, here in Dallas um, in early May, we're beginning to open up parts of our world. One thing that um, I'm noticing a lot of is when I get calls for teletherapy, a lot of my parents are anxious. And a lot of those parents have anxious children. And so I just thought I would do a really quick podcast talking to the parents that have anxious children. And maybe by helping your child, you'll be helping yourself a little bit. You know, um, children can develop an anxiety disorder. As a matter of fact, um, it's about 25 to 30% of us who have what would be consider, considered general anxiety disorder or some form under that umbrella. So uh, normally that anxiety starts to show itself in childhood. Um, a lot of times the anxiety can be managed, but then eventually it can start interfering with their friendships, uh, the child's life at home, the, their school life. The anxiety might not even be noticeable to parents and caregivers. Um, sometimes it might be a school counselor who's the first one who notices it. Or sometimes the child just thinks that's normal for their mind to keep spinning things over and over. They think that well, this is what I've always done, so this must be normal. For one thing, being anxious doesn't necessarily mean you can't function. It just makes some kids function um, makes their functioning a little more difficult. They may have more trouble with their homework assignments instead of taking 20 minutes because they get so lost in their heads and their thoughts and their fears, homework turns into taking an hour. Um, their, their anxiety might show up when you go visit somebody's house because maybe, you know, there's a little fear of doing something of the unknown to them. It's also worth noting that just because your child is anxious, it doesn't mean they can't be happy and enjoy life. They can. I was an anxious child. I'm an anxious adult. I enjoy life mostly pretty well. And usually we only struggle in certain situations when our anxiety seems to get ramped up. Here are some outward signs of childhood anxiety. Um, your child may have trouble going to sleep. Your child may have trouble staying asleep. They may complain about stomach aches or they may get all kinds of little physical ailments when there's really nothing wrong with them. And I say nothing with quotes because of course it is something wrong with them because they're bothered, but it's not the kind of uh, physical ailment that needs uh, a physical doctor's notice. They also may become avoidant to certain people or certain situations, um, certain activities. They may get clingy around their parents and caregivers. They may have trouble focusing in class and get fidgety. 
They may have uh, unusual outbursts where they're normally calm and then when they are irritated too much, they may just blow up and have an outburst. These could all be signs of childhood anxiety. Um, the child may tell you they are stressed out. That just is another form of saying, I'm anxious. I call it a worried mind. And um, that's how it shows up for me. Of course, anxiety shows up so differently in all of us that have it. For me, the telltale sign of anxiety would be awakening at four or five o'clock in the morning and I'm already spinning some uh, web in my head about what's going on in the day or what I'm concerned about that day or what happened the day before, something I said, and I can just spin it and spin it whenever I'm in an anxious um, time period. So, you know, when kids have anxious thoughts or feelings, as parents, we try to protect them and step in and solve that problem. You know, like if they're terrified of dogs, we'll keep them away from dogs, right? Well, not really. You see, when you help children avoid scary situations, you are reinforcing and refueling their natural anxiety. And they're missing out on opportunities to develop a coping skill set to prove that they can deal with anxious thoughts and feelings the next time it comes up. So the best thing that you can do is um, to help them learn to cope with anxiety. And here are some strategies that you might try. Number one, start by slowing down, teaching them to slow down and take deep breaths. Um, one thing I like to do is what's called a four square or four count or a square breath where you breathe in for four, you hold the breath for four, you let the breath out for four, and you pause for four so that you're sort of making four, 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 and four in your mind. And you do that several times to calm yourself down. Teach your child that breathing can really help calm them down and get their brain to calm down. Another thing that you can do is make time to worry. I used to give myself like 20 minutes to worry and I would sit there and I would just like journal everything in the whole wide world I was worried about. Um, when my children were younger and I didn't have much time, but I certainly was anxious, I would get in the shower and for 20 minutes I would take a shower and I would let myself cry and worry and moan and groan and, and get all the fears of the day out. And then I would tell myself, okay, that's it till tomorrow morning. And then you can do it again if you need to. Um, one of the things that um, I tell people to do, and this would be good for children, it's called climb that ladder. Instead of skirting away from the scary situation, you could try a technique called laddering that's breaking down the scary thing into chunks and work towards a goal. Let's say your child is afraid of water and swimming. So instead of avoiding the pool, create some mini goals right there in the pool. You know, like, okay, today all I'm gonna ask you to do is just like stick your head, you know, in, gently into the water and then right back up again. And then do it a little longer the next day, and a little longer, and then you're gonna go a little further into the water. You know, just slowly climb that ladder until you get to success. So instead of staying away from the very thing you're afraid of, go on and face that fear. 
The other thing, parents, encourage your child to have positive thinking. Kids with anxiety get stuck in that worst case scenario of what ifs. We'll turn those what ifs around and think about how you could reframe it and see yourself succeeding in the very thing that you're afraid of. Remind your child of the times they've dealt with situations and it turned out okay. Remind them that they challenged themselves before and they worked through whatever scared them. Remind them that crocodiles can't survive under our beds and make a plan what they might try to do if their plan doesn't work out if things don't go as they want. The next thing you can do, parents, is it's called have a go. That means anxious kids often worry about making mistakes and not being perfect. Oh boy, those of us who are anxious, we often are perfectionist. And this can lead to you avoiding trying new things and new activities because you'd rather stop doing anything or sit it out than get it wrong. Emphasize to your child, it's okay. Try it. See what you can learn from it. Everything can become, you know, something you can learn from and it can be a success, even if you don't do it as well as you would like to. The other thing, parents, is model helpful coping skills for your child. If you're anxious, it's really important for you to do a lot of reading and a lot of journaling and maybe go see a therapist to get your own anxiety under control so that you're able to help and model for your child to overcome their big, scary emotions. Show them. Talk out loud when you get anxious or stressed. Verbalize. Yep, this is a little bit scary to me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Show them. Grown-ups get scared too, and we have to overcome our fears. Help your child learn to take charge. Think about what you could do to make your child feel like they have some control over a scary situation. Um, like, for example, if your kid gets anxious about somebody breaking in, uh, show them about how to shut and lock the windows and the doors so that they can know that they've done everything possible to make sure that they're safe. Um, another idea about helping kids deal with their worries and their fears is be upfront about scary stuff. You see, lots of kids are worried about death and war and terrorism and COVID-19. This is normal. Talk through their fears. Answer their questions truthfully. Don't sugarcoat things for them, but put their fears into perspective. COVID-19 scares big old adults. So of course it's gonna scare kids. And be brave, parents. Um, brave, uh, just simply means that you're not afraid to show your child that life can be scary, but that's okay. You can conquer it together. So, those are some ideas just to get you started on helping your child. This is not going to eliminate their anxiety completely. I'm not sure that we have a magic pill for that yet. If we do, I'm buying it. What it is, is teaching your child to get skills, coping skills, to help them manage their anxiety so the anxiety doesn't get in their way of enjoying life. 
And don't be afraid to speak to your family doctor about your child's anxiety. Um, Don't be afraid to discuss the anxiety with the pediatrician. Maybe it's time, you know, to see if your child needs to go see a child therapist. Or maybe you need to go to see a therapist to get work on your own anxiety. And therefore, you can be a good model for your child. And then as they get a little older, you can decide whether they need to go see a therapist. There are all sorts of ideas out there. There are all sorts of books. I just did a Google tonight for a friend about all the books that are out there. I did a Google on uh, books that help children deal with anxiety and books that help parents deal with anxiety. Um, There are lots of them. So I'm wishing you all good mental health during this COVID-19. We're all in this together. We're going to be fine. We're going to be okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing my podcast. I appreciate all of you. Until next time. Bye-bye.